content warning, this episode will discuss and deal with on the page uh, acts of sexual violence. Welcome back to the Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 856. By this time, the girls were sitting on either side of me, facing the fire. Closer, I saw things I had missed before. There was a dark bruise on the back of Crin's neck. The blonde girl's wrists were merely chafed from being tied, but Crin's were raw and scabbed. For all that, they smelled clean. Their hair was brushed, and their clothes had been washed recently. Kate had been tending to them. They were also much more lovely up close. I reached out to touch their shoulders. Crin flinched, then stiffened. Ellie didn't react at all. From off in the direction of the trees, friend called out, It's done! You want us to light a lamp for you? Yes, please, I called back. I looked from one girl to the other, and then to Aleg. I cannot decide between the two, I told them honestly, so I will have both. Aleg laughed incredulously. Then, seeing I was serious, he protested, Ah, oh, come now, that's hardly fair to the rest of us. Besides, you can't possibly... I gave him a frank look. Well, he hedged, even if you can, it... This is the second thing I ask for, I said formally. Both of them. Otto made a cry of protest that was echoed in the expressions of Gaskin and Laren. I smiled reassuringly at them. Only for tonight. Friend and Josh came back from setting up my tent. Be thankful he didn't ask for you, Otto, Friend said to the big man. That's what Josh would have asked for, isn't it, Josh? Shut your hole, friend, Otto said, exasperated. Now I feel ill. I stood and slung my loot over one shoulder. Then I led both lovely girls, one golden and one dark, toward my tent. That's the end of the page and the chapter. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. Yeah, it's... I'm Nick, and uh, this is a tough one to read, isn't it? It is, but it, it gives me it gives me a thought that I feel like we didn't cover on a previous page and i sort of like i had the thought but then i got distracted and i didn't remember to say it and now i'm having the thought again and i'm gonna remember this time we were talking about how Mm -hmm. ket is sort of betraying the girls because she is also a woman right what if and i think that actually this page is the perfect time to bring it up because they say just be glad like Otto, just be glad he didn't pick you and I think that maybe it is possible that the reason that, like, Ket might have, like, transitioned into just treating them as objects is because she knows that if not them, her. Right? Uh, tough to... <laughs> tough to say. It's obviously not, like, you, like, not, like, we could not make heads or tails of that. But it's worth considering. Yeah. What I was going to say is tough to grapple with, like we talked about this on a previous page that it's it's like work that i don't want and to put it in might not to be have empathy for these true, characters but i do yeah, think that that is the logic that underpins this kind of selling out your own kind you know because if i don't sell them out then they're just going to you know treat me like shit instead i think is the implicit logic you know better them than me and if I mm-hmm. and if I prove that I'm quote unquote one of the good ones, then I will not have yes. the full force of these men's misogyny directed at me. Lechery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, friend returns yeah, that's, that's to make his one piece of stupid gay jokes. He's the one throughout, who that seems to be his one move. Yo yo yo, do you a gay yo? 
I think it's a character type we need to see more of in fiction, frankly. That, Says a that, lot about friend. Really... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> truly. Yeah, frankly, we oh, haven't had Jordana. enough uh, stiflers. What is a stiffler? Return ye to the halcyon days of 2001. Yeah, have I got a movie for you. <laughs> have you ever seen Jason Biggs have sex with a pie, Jordana? Oh, American Pie! Yes, Stifler is the... God, it's been a long time since I've seen, heard tell of that movie. (laughs) Yeah, Stifler is the bully character, the bully bro guy. In that, uh, honestly, Stifler, a better character than Fran. Kvothe also... So what I mean when I say this one's hard to read is not just because of the abuse uh, on display, but also because it's like a little bit of a, like, what's going on, Kvothe? I don't think anyone is entertaining the the thought that Quoth is actually considering which of these girls to... Yeah, when he reaches out to touch them, you're like, uh, excuse me? Yeah, and there's a line <laughs> that I sort of get a bit of an internal chuckle at where he goes like, I cannot choose between them, I said honestly. That's the one Swifty that I like uh, because it's true. It is It is honestly true. And like, you're sort of... I don't. Again, I don't think you're intended to think that he's actually considering this, but you are supposed to go, what's going on? And you are supposed to maybe notice or... Uh, be affected by the fact that we're not seeing his interiority here. And so there's a lot of these little nods where he does add some color. Like he honestly can't choose between them. And it's not because they're both, not because he's going to assault either of them, but because he won't assault either of them. That's no, why he can't not. choose. He's trying to think how, well, he's, he's trying th- to he's pick one to, himself, to make a plan. How with. can I get both of these women out of danger? Right. Yeah. But like, he has to like make a plan with them in order to get everybody out of danger. Oh, and that's and in the end, that is why he cannot choose one because then he only takes one out of out of danger's way. Yes, I see your point. Yes, and also because he honestly can't like do what they're asking of him and choose one to uh, bed. I think that we are granted a bit of a glimpse into what day to day life is here, where the girls are kind of brought out and then I guess there there's bidding Passed out to the game. Yeah, but it seems like they're sort of like one a night. I don't know. They go on a rotation. It's gross. It's uh, chilling. It makes your skin crawl. Uh, and I think it's handled pretty delicately, all things considered, by Rothfuss. Yeah, I think it manages to be really horrifying and really get us on board with the idea that these people all need to die without ever becoming like graphic or like titillating. You know, so I think that a lot of the reason that people object to depictions of sexual violence in fiction is not. To the to not to the fact that it's depicted at all, but to the fact to the way that it's often depicted in a way that is kind of meant to titillate. I think that's a lot of why people had problems with all the many many rape scenes in the Game of Thrones TV show. Not just that there was scenes of rape, but that were kind of meant to be into it. Yeah, I, I this makes me think of the movie Sucker Punch, which is all of that. It's like the text is sort of like a deeply troubling psychological. Uh, exploration into like these these traumatized women but the movie expects you to like be titillated and like watch them and objectify them along with everyone else and it's it's presented as being empowering and it's kind of gross yeah the only thing i remember about that movie is that it was very difficult to follow it's also difficult to follow it's not a good movie (laughs) it's one of the worst movies that i've ever seen seen someone spend that much money to make yes absolutely empty from start to finish yes it is a deeply bereft movie and it's a great example of that it's a movie that has bad things happen to innocent women and it uh expects you to kind of hoot along with it 
Gross. Yes, it's gross. And that's not what's happening here. And no. uh, it's. I think it's important to know the difference because some people can't. Indeed. Okay, so you know how there's the people who read the book and then hate it because close to Mary Sue and blah, 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 blah. Sure. Um, I feel like they wouldn't have gotten this far, but if they had somehow managed to still hate the book and not understand the character all the way into more than halfway through the second book, it is entirely possible that they would stop here and be like, no, this is terrible and gross and like not, and they wouldn't bother reading the rest of it to see what actually happens. And maybe that's why some people have those opinions. Yeah, no, Jeremy, I know what you're going to say. I know you're going to say no one would ever do that, but there's definitely people who have because it's people who've like gotten to Felurian, they've gotten through a book and a half or like a book and almost three quarters and then been like, no, this is too much, which I think is laughable. I don't want to believe that there are readers out there who are that stupid, but there are. And that's why you like when you're writing anything, you cannot write to your stupidest reader because your stupidest reader is a drooling, knuckle-dragging cave person. And you simply should not care what that person thinks about anything. Jeremy with the strong opinions. <laughs> and it, for once, a correct opinion. And that's why Star Wars is failing right now. That's my hot take. And yes, I brought it back to Star Wars. Yeah, but you haven't watched Andor yet. So how can I take your opinion seriously? I know, because I'm so heartbroken by all the knuckle-dragging that's happened elsewhere. By how they're pitching it so low everywhere else in the ecosystem. Right, well, Andor's doing the opposite of that in every at every level. I want all my Star Wars to be equally as literate and respectful of my time, and I don't want there to be any knuckle dragging, although I do like the prequels, so maybe I'm the hypocrite. Yeah, wait, you are an enigma, sir. Getting back to this page, um, I, I there's another piece of kind of double meaning here. When Otto says, now I feel ill, he does feel ill because he's also been poisoned. Yes, it's starting to take effect. It's not just the implication of homoeroticism that made him feel ill. Yes, uh, which is a nice bit of, I don't know, foreshadowing? Indeed. Con what's it called when it's concurrent foreshadowing? When it's, it's shadowing something that's happening right now in the it book. It is foreshadowing. But it's not for, it's current shadowed. I'll, I'll current shadow you. Jordana, do you have anything else you want to say on uh, this one? It is the end of a chapter. That is uh, the only note I have coming up. Do either of you have notes before I talk about it? I think that was the segue to talk about the end of the chapter. Oh, I see. Oh, I see what you did there. I'm sorry. I ruined it. Uh, all right. So it's the end of a chapter. And uh, this chapter was called Wine and Water uh, because... Actually, I don't know why it's called Wine and Water. Because that's the like the traditional offering. Wine and water each to your oh, desire. Oh, yes. I missed that page. Shame on me. Shame on you. And listeners, shame on you. What? For not immediately skipping to tomorrow's page. Of uh, the wind. Wind.